this writing life. Uh, my name is James Kidd. I'm sitting in a very small bar in a, in a small hotel in King's Cross with the Colombian novelist uh, Thomas Gonzalez, who's been in London and I think in England to talk about his first novel and his first novel translated into English. Uh, in the beginning was the sea. In the beginning was the sea, yes. Primero estaba el mar. Okay. It sounds much better in Spanish. I, the first question I really wanted to ask was, is it strange for you to be revisiting and talking about your first novel, a novel that is now 30 years old? Um, is, is it a strange thing to, to try and remember the, the writer you were before, before you were published? Uh, well, that novel has been uh, edited, uh, published many times since uh, the first uh, publication. So every time that it go, it's going to be printed again, I have the chance to reread re- 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 it, and I usually make some changes, small really? changes. So I <laughs> keep on visiting the novel every few years. What sort of changes do you find yourself making? Just the uh, adjustments in the writing, things that uh, I always thought that could be uh, written better. Small things, not, the, not big things. Mm, not the structure at all. Mm-hmm. So just lines, maybe a term. Mm-hmm. When you look back at the kind of writer you were then, I mean, you, you've, you've published, I think, six more novels, I yes. think, since, since that, that okay. first book. What kind of writer, can, can you remember what kind of writer you were then? What was, what was you were 26? I was 30 oh. years old when I started writing. Well, I, I haven't changed anything substantial, so if I had to write it again, I, I would write it almost identically as I have it now. Um, I think uh, that I wrote the novel I wanted to, to write at the time. It is a very straightforward novel. No, no. The structure is, is quite simple, and I kept it that way because I thought that uh, it was um, a very uh, personal uh, story. So I didn't want to to be too literary about it. I, I wanted to keep it uh, as simple as I could. There is a true story behind this. Is it possible, perhaps, for you rather than for me to describe what the the, the story is? It's a very difficult one, perhaps, for you to, to talk about. Well, so many years have passed that uh, now it's easier to talk about it than it was uh, 30 years before. And the novel is about the uh, is uh, based on the death of my brother Juan in the Urabá Gulf in Colombia. He went uh, to, he bought that farm in, uh, in that Gulf. Uh, it's a beautiful place, a rough place. And he wanted to escape from his life in Medellin that was too, too um, intense. And he wanted to have a quiet place to to live a quiet life. And the story is... Uh, the novel is uh, more or less that 
that story, how he came there with his wife and how everything started to go wrong at the farm. And it ended up with his dying there. Do you remember where you were when you, when you heard that your brother had been? I was living in Bogota at that time. And uh, the news that uh, we had from my brother were not good. Uh, my family, I, I, everybody in my family were expecting that something bad was going to happen there. Because so the sense in the novel of impending doom <laughs> from, from the beginning, so. you had that sense that things weren't, were, were going wrong? Yes, when I heard what was happening in that farm, I knew that something was going to happen. I didn't, I didn't expect this uh, terrible tragedy. But I didn't know that this, something bad is, was going to happen. Am I right in thinking that you travelled to, to this island to, to find out what, what happened? But what did you discover when you, when you went there? I, I went there like uh, 10 days after Maybe more, maybe 20 days after his death, when, when I was, went there, he was already buried. But everything was, um, everything, the small details, uh, the night table, the books, uh, many things that, that um, were like, uh, signs of his, his last days there were still there. I could see by looking at his things how maybe his uh, last days in that farm were. And he'd hired, is this right, he'd hired someone to help him run and, and this was this was this alleged murderer who'd been arrested. Yes. He did and the he didn't know that the captain, that the that the this person was a dangerous man. He didn't know that, and he was desperate for a good uh, administrator of his farm. And he was very good, that that person. So he hired him, and little by little, uh, the relation with this. Uh, person was uh, deteriorating and uh, and my brother was drinking too much and something happened right and then then is what I what I wrote is what I think that could have happened but I'm not sure that that was what really happened something terrible happened between him and, and this man and this man yeah and I imagine that could be something like that I, I wrote. You saw the man um, mm -hmm. who I think in the novel is called Oct Octavia, Octavio? Octavio, yes. It, it feels again sort of terribly uh, unpleasant to have to ask. What, what did you feel when you, when you saw him? And I think he was, in the, he was being held by the police. Well, I went to the, I was uh, staying in a farm, a neighbor, a farm close to his farm. And they, I went to one day and they were doing the uh, 
or violence cross your mind? I, I, I think I would find it very hard not to... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's unavoidable. Um, I don't know, maybe I could have done something like that, I mean, try to hurt him or kill him. And I felt bad uh, for not doing it. Mm-hmm. It's very strange because yeah, really I'm not a violent mm-hmm. person. Near my brother was. But nonetheless, I felt that conflict between just letting him be and try to do something as a revenge. It was an absurd situation because I felt guilty for not doing it. Where does but that come from? It was absurd, you know, in a way. What 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 did happen from 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 that point when you saw the the man? How long did you stay? Not long. He looked at he looked at me, and he he was a. Uh, I, I saw like a curiosity in his um, way of looking at me. Is this guy going to do something? He knew you were um, Juan's brother? Yeah, he knew. And he, then he realized that I was not going to kill him. So he forgot completely about me. When you talk about revenge as a response to this tragedy, um, is there any way to connect that to the decision or your desire to write about it? Rather than commit an act of violence, mm-hmm. you, I don't know how much later, maybe three or four years, is this right? You decided to, to turn this incredibly painful event into, into a work of art. I wanted to make sense of it. Okay. That's it. Uh, that in one hand, though. in the other hand, I wanted to write a novel, like um, like a writer I was. I mean, you as a writer, you take everything that you know, everything that comes to you, and you use it as a material for a, for your craft. Had you been doing this anyway? I think I think I've read that you you'd already been writing for for quite a, a number of years before you wrote your first published novel. Um, mm-hmm. Is that what your writing had always been like? Had you always f- fed off the the immediate uh, reality around you? I feed up about uh, my reality, not always immediate. Every novel has um, a core of. A personal experience. Sometimes it's uh, far from the 
from the event that uh, serves as a basis for the writing, sometimes it's very close to it, like in this novel. Is this perhaps the closest to reality that you... I think so, yes, I think so, I, because I did it um, consciously. I try not to fictionalize, I try to fictionalize only when I had to, when I wasn't sure that uh, that was the way it happened. Then I tried to think which way it could have happened and I fictionalized those events. Did it give you any moments pause that to, to take something so close and so painful I suppose there are two ways to look at it. either is there a sense that you're exploiting you know this or on the other hand that you knew that when you sat down to write this story at some point you were going to have to imagine the murder of your brother you, you yeah. were going to have to place yourself yeah. in that room I mean in both there are difficult decisions to be made on both sides perhaps Yes, uh, one of the reasons I decided to um, to write it to write it like uh, with a distance because you see that distance is in a way uh, a cool, cool uh, mm. uh, de de detached cool mm. way of uh, of writing about it. It was because I had to if I mm, get too um, too close, my feelings my would interfere in the narrative. So I had to keep at that distance in order to be able to, to write it. If I didn't keep that distance, uh, it would be too emotional and uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to, to write the story. But during the whole writing, I was uh, very afraid of uh, the moment when I had I will, I will have to write the actual king, the last chapter. I was uh, scared of when I was going to get there. And I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to write it right. Because it was so hard. And so yeah. But it was that part of the need to write it? Yes. But I had to write it, that's, that's for sure. If I, I didn't, I would never, um, uh, I would never be able to cope with it. Uh, maybe I, it, it was going to be hard for me to keep on with my life if I didn't write this, this, uh, this novel. Why do you think that would be? Because I would have that um, feeling of something very important that I don't understand, that I, that I didn't understand. So the, the event was going to haunt me constantly if I didn't, um, if I wasn't able to, to write it. Difficult novel in lots of other ways. Why was that desire to go to to, to that island in, in in the first place? What was the the attraction of of a life for him? For mean? him, yeah, and 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 also for the character. It's, 
I think the beauty of it. This uh, this place was um, it is a beautiful place and it is a place between the jungle and the sea. Uh, so it is it was beautiful and he was in love with the place, my brother. Okay. Did he know it at all before he went? Yes, I. I by the way, I went with him when he went the first time to look at the farm and uh, tried to decide if he was going to buy it. What did What did you, What did you think of his? I I was um, for it. I wanted um, I wanted my brother to buy it because I myself liked it a lot. I liked it very much. The novel's very interesting because it doesn't entirely explain beyond the kind of picture you're giving, a sense of the, the beauty, exactly what was maybe what he was leaving, a bohemian, fairly fast, um, very social, intellectual life. I mean, is, is that fair? It wasn't not that intellectual, but uh, because he, had trying, he was trying to forget that intellectual kind of life even when he was in Medellin. So his friends uh, were not uh, intellectuals uh, anymore. There were people from that small town in Vigado, but the life he was living there was quite intense. A lot of, not a lot, but a lot of alcohol and some drugs, music day after day. So he got tired of it and he wanted to go to this beautiful place and try to live a more calm and uh, a more calm life and more enjoy more his life there in that, uh, in that farm. I love this this conversation. It's fairly uh, about midway through the action where he talks to a friend uh, who wants to write a, a big fuck off book using every single word in the dictionary to Jay, who'd always been fascinated by futile intellectual pursuits which were a part of his inchoate and confu- confused re- revolt against nature. The book was a fascinating project. Now, was this also a kind of act of rebellion, a, a, a revolt against certain, a certain kind of values, that, uh, as well as a pursuit of, of, of beauty and nature? Was, was there a, do you see it as a kind of... A yeah, they were both things at the same time. At the same time, uh, that was uh, looking for a beautiful place to live, it was a revolt uh, against those uh, values and that um, idea of success, maybe. That is, uh, for him, it, it, was, it would have been to be a successful uh, university pro- professor, teacher, maybe. That was maybe something that uh, he was trying not to. The rebellion was against that, that, that idea of success and that uh, suppose that if you get a very good job at the university and you're a very well-respected teacher or professor, you succeeded in life. Is that something you, you share as well? Did you, did, were you both brought up with a sense of what it would mean for you to be a, to be a success? I think so. I think my idea of success is um, is not that uh, of like that of, of um, academic success or or not even fame. Or 
I shared with him that that, uh, that idea that success is different is uh, to get to know your reality deeply, whatever you are. One of my favourite stories about about this novel, I think, is that its original publisher was was a, cl- a club owner or a bar a bar owner that you were working. That happens that, that way. Yes, the the place uh, that that bar was a very small is still a very small <laughs> bar in, in Bogota. Uh, my friend Gustavo, he never wanted it to be too um, successful <laughs> because uh, he liked it the way it is, small. And uh, he, he didn't want to get rich with it at all. But he just to work there and new people, know people that comes and goes and talks to them. That was his idea of a successful bar. You were working at the club at the time? Yes, when I started uh, writing the novel, I talked to him. We are very, very close friends. We have been for since, almost since childhood. And I told him that I wanted to write a novel and, uh, and that I needed a job, a part-time job, in order to, to write it. So he offered me a bartender job there. And, uh, and uh, it was fun. <laughs> I drank a lot. That it's impossible to be a bartender and not to drink because yeah, otherwise you wouldn't stand people drinking. You have to, to be drunk too. There's a mood in the novel that's very slightly hallucinatory, and it's partly, I think, maybe Jay's drinking, Elena's drinking too. Mm-hmm. Um, is is drinker? Uh, did it did it fuel anything in in the writing? Do you think? Or um... I used to drink a little bit too much, maybe, for many years. Uh, now I'm not drinking that much. But at that time, um, I was drinking a lot, and I thought everybody was drinking a lot, <laughs> and especially in that bar. And we talked a lot, and uh, we had we had a very, a very good, uh, a very good time there. I worked like uh, one year only. Then I went to to Miami because uh, I I got a visa, and I thought that in Miami I was going to be able to get a real part-time job, not, not this one that was my friend that offered to me, like a, as a favor while I was writing the novel. Then I went to Miami, I, I started to work part-time and, and write part-time. I was writing in the mornings and working in the, in the evenings. What were you writing about in, in Miami? Was it still a, was it stories back in Colombia or did Yes, I, I wrote a novel there about my it's about my family, uh, an uncle of mine that went to Europe when and was trapped there. He went uh, to Europe to study and then first world war exploded and he was trapped there. Oh, really? And nobody knew in Colombia what happened to him. They, they thought that he was dead, maybe. And that, that was the second novel I, I wrote.
exile is maybe too strong. Does your imagination need a little bit of distance from, particularly perhaps if the subject matter is very intimate, did you need to go to Miami to write about Colombia? I went to Miami because I had to, in order to keep on writing. In Colombia it was impossible because uh, to get a part-time job uh, to support yourself was impossible. I mean, you cannot... Uh, if I got a part-time job, I didn't get, I didn't get enough money to support myself. When I was writing this novel and working as a bartender, I, it was actually my wife that was um, paying the bills. Okay. The, the money I got from the bar was just pocket money. Okay. It's, t- it's hard to make a living as a, as a writer. It was very hard, especially in Colombia, especially in a country like Colombia. In, in the United States, you can do it because uh, part-times are better paid. How long did you spend in America? I spent three years in Miami. I finished that second novel and I went uh, to New York. Did you think of yourself as a writer, perhaps? Uh? After that novel, the first novel, I, thought, I decided that that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life after uh, this uh, Primero Estaba el Mar novel. Uh, the second novel was, uh, it went well, it, it won uh, a prize, a very important prize in Colombia. Uh, but still, it's, it wasn't that much money, so I had to keep on working and writing at the same time for many, many years. The dream always seems to be that you earn enough money from your writing that you can do nothing but write all. But I always wonder if that's a, a good thing for writers. I, I doubt, because uh, eight hours is too many hours. <laughs> after, after four hours, you, you are dry. I mean, you cannot, uh, usually you cannot write any longer than that. Is that still your, the way that you, that you write, that you'll write in the morning and for? Write in the morning, yes. Sometimes I, I revise or correct the, the writing in the afternoons. But do you tend to have a, a break from it, or do, do, do you try and get away from what you're, you're writing? I know. Usually I do. Yeah, yeah. In the last part of the day I, I spent uh, reading. I spent reading.